Moving Iron Podcast, Tax Moves with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn is a CPA with Sickich, and this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by TractorZoom Delivering Insights. Glenn's nice enough to come on here and talk about some stuff that's going on in the tax world, and there's plenty of stuff going on. A lot of bills just got signed, especially the uh, the coronavirus uh, relief uh, stimulus package that just got signed, that $9 billion one that got signed here not too long ago. Um, and Glenn is going to come on and shed a little light on that. We had a previous podcast about this where we were talking about the what if, uh, what happened if the uh, if President Trump did sign that and he did go ahead and sign that. So, Glenn, hope you had a great Christmas and Happy New Year, man. Yeah, thank you, Casey. Yeah, so we always got a timestamp. It's about uh, 8 a.m. Central on New Year's Eve, December 31st. Um, and yeah, uh, President Trump did sign that bill. Uh, Sunday night. So, you know, last time we talked, you know, the Congress had passed the bill, but Trump had not signed it and we weren't sure if he was going to sign it. So there was some question, but yeah, he did sign it on Sunday night. So we've had a few days here to, you know, talk to clients and kind of at least have some certainty that, hey, the bill is now law. Right on. Okay. So a couple things that were in there that we were talking about, um, basically, um, there were some ag provisions in there, roughly, was it about $15 billion, roughly, that was going to go to the ag sector, $18 billion, something like that? Um, yeah, it's maybe a little under that, but, but yeah, that was the, the $20 per acre, like on some row crops and things, and so, you know, that yeah. is in there, maybe kind of a CFAT3 kind of concept is what, what some people are calling it, I think. Yeah, and the other side, too, was the the uh, the House and the President both supported a $2,000 um, per uh, per person, uh, basically stimulus check, and that didn't pass, and they signed the six hundred dollars in. And I guess as you take a look at that, Glenn, talk about that a little bit and some impacts that might have on some people's tax situation. Yeah, I don't know that we touched too much on that last time. So, you know, this so it's six hundred dollars per person. Yeah, as you said, the House is trying to get it higher. President was trying to get it higher. The Senate yesterday, you know, kind of just put that on ice. Um, the two thousand dollar kind of thing. So what is law is $600 um, per person. Those, if you did, you know, kind of get a direct deposit last time when you filed your tax return, you know, if the IRS already has your bank account information, um, they've already started the process of processing those payments. And I think, you know, I'm seeing people say that they're listed maybe as pending, you know, maybe January 4th or some people have already got them, but uh, it's $600 and for a single person, it's on income, adjusted gross income up to $75,000. There's no phase out. Then it does start to phase out after that. So then in married uh, people would be $1,200 for married couples and you know, 600 times two. And the income is $150,000. Again, if it's up to that, there is no phase out. So you can have income over that and it starts to phase out. And then it's also $600 per qualifying child. That's a child that's under age 17. So um, that would kind of connect in with the child tax credit. So, you know, if you've got a, a basically a college student 
um, you know, they're, they're not going to get it um, unless they would claim themselves as a, you know, that they have enough income and they're providing over half their support. So yeah, it's, so it's $600 per person with the, you know, for a married $150,000 income threshold. So for the, uh, the student, if they were going to claim that, how, would they've had to been a, you know, filing their own tax return in 2019 to make, yeah. to make that work. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah, so it's all going to be based on 2019. I'm glad you brought that up, Casey. Um, at least, you know, that's what we understand now. So if you did have, let's think about this. So if your 2019 income, you know, obviously was, let's say it was, you know, under the $150,000, but your 2020 income was going to be over $150,000. Um, they will not, you know, claw that back later, you know, once you file your 2020 return. Um, this is similar to what they did earlier this spring. Now, on the uh, to the contrary, if you for some reason had your income over one hundred fifty thousand dollars in twenty nineteen, you know you wouldn't immediately get the uh, the credit the the payment. You know they would pay it based on your twenty nineteen return, so possibly you know you'd get zero. But then if your twenty twenty income, you know, because of coronavirus or whatever, you know, if your income is down, then you would effectively get it when you file your tax return. So it's kind of a win-win, basically. Yep. Okay. All right. So let's talk. Give a give a update on PPP now that a lot of the dust yeah. is settled on what's going on there. So you know the biggest thing is that the PPP money you know is going to be tax-free, or you know the the expenses are going to be deductible. So you know when you when you pay the wages and things, those are deductible expenses. So um, a lot of tax-free money, you know, will be you know, provided to businesses. And that's, that's the major thing, you know, that as we're talking to people this week, you know, Hey, we now know it's, it's going to be tax free. Um, you know, there's been no, you know, formal rules or anything issued here, but, um, we, you know, we may get some rules next week or the week after on how this works, but probably the biggest thing is, you know, the, what's called these, this PPP, the second draw PPP, meaning if, you know, you took the first PPP loan, that's pretty much all resolved, but are you eligible for the second draw? And the second draw, just as a quick reminder, uh, it's, it is for uh, companies that have less than 300 employees. Um, generally speaking, although there is a provision that says if you have multiple locations, it can be up to 500, but so it is 300 is the general rule it used to be 500 in the first set of PPPs, so a little smaller there. Um, but the main thing is you need this 25% reduction in gross revenues. Um, so, you know, the first PPP, there was no gross revenue test. So the second draw is going to say, you know, as, as an example, my second quarter revenues, second quarter, 2020 need to be, you know, 25% less than my second quarter 2019. Uh, now it can be, you could pick any quarter that might work, you know, so it could be third quarter, fourth quarter, but you do have to have this 25% reduction. Not really, you know, there's always details. What do we mean by revenues? You know, is that, you know, for a, for a farmer, do we think it means, you know, when you trade off equipment and you now have to treat that as a sale, which we've talked about a number of times, you know, trade off a tractor, you got to treat it as if you sold the tractor for the trading value. You know, is that considered gross receipts? Um, so if you happen to do, you know, you, so you sold no grain in the second quarter, 2020, but you traded off, you know, several pieces of equipment, is that considered gross revenues? You know, so we, we really don't know these kind of details. 
but that's the main thing is you do have to have this reduction in gross receipts. So, you know, there'll, there'll hopefully be guidance coming out in the next few weeks to get, get a sense of that. So that's the second draw PPP. Um, the other clarification for farmers is that particularly self-employed people that if you, um, the rule before was, well, you get a, basically you get a loan based on your net income, but well, that was on schedule F. Well, if you didn't have much income on your schedule F, uh, even had a loss, you know, you got no PPP. Um, but this, what this law does now is say, well, we're going to let you have a, basically a $20,000 loan if you had at least $100,000 of revenue on your Schedule F. So it you know, pretty much means that for most, almost all farmers, you could get a $20,000 PPP loan. Um, but how does this work if you've already you know, applied for the first loan and you got it and you know, paid it back? I mean, it's, again, it's, there's confusion, but you know, if you didn't apply for the PPP in the first go around, because maybe you didn't have much income on Schedule F and it wasn't worth it, this definitely opens the door back up to get a PPP loan in the first round. And, you know, and again, just as a reminder, there's no revenue reduction or, you know, you don't need that revenue decline. So, so the issue is going to be Casey, that there's going to be, you know, people doing the PPP one that didn't do it the first time. There's people, you know, applying for forgiveness on PPP one. There's people going to be applying for second draw PPP two. So now there's just going to be all these little different sets of rules and the bank portals and, you know, how are we going to manage all this? That's, that's going to be the challenge for 2021. Yeah. Well, plenty of, plenty of crazy stuff going on there for sure. Glenn, if I guess if you could take a look back here on, on 2020 and kind of give your recap, kind of some, some thoughts that you might have on, on 2020 as a, from a tax perspective. Yeah. That's a big question. Um, you know, I think, We've just, you know, we've never had to have this much quick change, you know, yep. you know, where new rules are coming out. And so I think, you know, big picture, you just, you don't want to make a rash decision, you know, if you can help it, you know, allow for some flexibility, allow for some more time to, you know, study and see what, see what we want to do because there, you know, there's a number of new provisions with, you know, net operating losses. And so um, it's, it's been a challenge, um, you know, the, but obviously with, you know, President-elect Biden now, you know, what's what's going to be the future sense of tax rates? We've talked a little bit about that on some prior podcasts. So yeah. I think, you know, 2020 was just a lot of, you know, sudden change and, you know, uncertainty and the government trying to help out where they can. Um, but, you know, it's, it's very difficult to implement these things because you have people, you know, looking over the bill and saying, well, what do you mean by revenues, right? I mean, it's easy to say, hey, hey, you need a 25% reduction in revenues, but how do you actually implement it? And that's, you know, my understanding is one of the reasons why they didn't put something in, something like that in the first go-round of PPP, because it would have, you know, complicated it, it would have delayed people getting the money, right? So, yep. so now with 2021, it's, I, you know, depending on your situation, obviously, you know, uh, obviously restaurants and hotels, if you remember this PPP two, the second draw, you're going to get a higher, instead of two and a half months of payroll, you can get a three and a half months of payroll alone. So, you know, for those industries um, that are more in dire straits, you're probably going to, you know, want to still apply pretty early, but, you know, for some other businesses that maybe can afford to take a little more time, you just, you just kind of maybe question, Hey, what, you know, let's, let's not jump to, 
jump to something if I'm if I'm not in dire need of of the funding because you know the PPP two will still be around, and there's kind of a sense that you know because of the restrictions they've also limited the loan amount to it's only two million dollars, which is still a very big number. But before it was ten million dollars, you know, and you've got the three hundred employees, so you know. And you need that 25% reduction. So maybe does it, is it, does it make sense to maybe wait a bit um, to, to allow some more of these, you know, get some more of this guidance to come out. That's, that's, that's what we'll be dealing with in 2021. Yeah. Hey, well, good stuff, Glenn. If, if folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what it is Sickage can do, or just pick your brain about the stuff we're talking about today, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, it's best to call our office um, here today, although we are closed, so you'll, you'll get a recording, but next week we'll be back open, but our you know, phone number is 309-694-4251. Um, you can always uh, look me up on Twitter, at Glenn Birnbaum is my handle, or if you go to our website, www.sickage.com, it's S-I-K-I-C-H.com, yeah, you can find my bio and find my email there and, and send me an email so happy to chat with anyone um as we enter the new year here wow well i'm sure you're going to have an eventful first quarter getting everybody's tax situation figured out by april 15th yeah that'll be the topic for our next podcast is how's this going to work so <laughs> right on man well i'm casey seymour with moving iron podcast make sure you check me out on facebook twitter and instagram that's where you're going to find the latest editions of the moving iron podcast as well as any blogs i post also go to moving that's where you can also find latest editions of the moving iron podcast blogs and also information about the moving iron summit that's in nashville tennessee september 15th through the 17th had to move that from the January dates just because of the coronavirus stuff that we have going on. Uh, so we'll look, look forward to having that in the fall here, September 15th through the 17th at the Renaissance Hotel, downtown Nashville. Um, you know, Glenn, I want to appreciate, I really want to say thank you for uh, being on the podcast <clears throat> this uh, here year in 2020 and, and uh, all the stuff that's done for me. So I do appreciate all that. And I look forward to 21 with you. Well, thank you, Casey. I appreciate being on. I'm glad to be able to chat with your listeners. So thanks. Well, I'm Casey Seymour with Glenn Birnbaum. Let's go move smart, folks. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Find us here. Move.